So we talked about short-term tactics we can do to get a quick cash injection. Now let's talk about those long-term strategies that are going to work for you all of the time in the background of your business. Man, these are important. You're listening to the Do the Brave Thing online business podcast, where you're not only going to get dangerously actionable tips that you you can implement right now in your business, but we're going to make sure that we get your head straight and your mindset working for you. Because there's one thing I've learned from being in business for well over five years. It is that your brain is honestly the thing holding you back. Not the lack of knowledge, but usually the courage to be able to act on the things that you know. And we're going to make sure that you're brave enough to do the brave thing. Now let's get to it. Welcome back my Do the Brave Thing Home Slices, Kate Doster of katedoster.com. And as always, I am super excited to be in your ear holes today. If you are listening to this in real time, like on October 4th, when this episode is supposed to come out live, I just wanna make sure I double check the date right. I need you to go to the show notes to be able to sign up for the free webinar that I'm doing with our besties over at ConvertKit. You guys know that I absolutely love them so much. We share so much of the same philosophy. We use them, we love them. They are great. Their customer service is utterly fantastic. And I am hosting with them the List Growth Engine, boosting subscribers and a revenue masterclass where we're gonna be talking about how you can, well, get more subscribers and boost your revenue without being kind of a sleazy spammer face, okay? So we are also gonna talk about the tech behind you need it. We're gonna talk about making sure that your newsletters are really sort of up to snuff and all of that amazing thing. So that way you can sell more of your digital products, which again, fits in really, really well with our sales series, but it is going to be going on at 1 p.m. So I need you, I need you, I need you, I need you, I need you to get on that right now. There's a link down below. I'll actually put it as like the first sort of link in the show notes. It won't be all the way down below in case if you wanna join us live. So today is the last day in our sales series that we've had. So we have talked about ways to boost traffic. We have talked about getting your mindset correct. We have talked about upgrades to your offer. We have talked about upgrades to your sales page. We have talked about short-term cash injection strategies. And here is our sixth and final one. So long-term strategies that we should be implementing inside of our business to constantly be getting those new eyeballs, those new sales, all of those things. So that way we can get the sales and we're not always having to rely on those quick blitz strategies. I don't want to say so we can like sit back on the beach, but so that way we can, you know, only work maybe a couple of hours a day instead of having to be chained to our desk absolutely constantly, which can be very exhausting and lead to burnout. So we want to make sure that we have these things sort of set up. So what is the first thing that you can do that is more of a long-term strategy? The first thing that you can do that is a long-term strategy is to create a brand new, or technically you can update a freebie that you have to make sure that it is leading to your digital product or course. Now I'm not just talking about an automated webinar that we did talk about in that cash injection because live webinars always, always, always convert really, really well. And one of the reasons why they convert really well is because the energy, they can see people buy in real time. And we're not about like that fake auto webinar life. We have an episode talking about auto webinars that I'll link down below here. But what's really great about that is you're going to be able to see the cadence. You're going to see the things that people relate to. You're going to see the questions that people bring up. So maybe, you know, everyone at the end of the webinar, should have like frequently asked questions and you sort of come up with ones for yourself, but maybe you're noticing a pattern. And while you are going to address the question, maybe you're going to update your presentation to really address that mindset shift that people need to have, because maybe everyone is really concerned that a free bundle is going to tarnish the value of their brand or that people are going to be really upset that they're getting so many emails. And so you want to make sure that you're baking in early into your presentation to get rid of that fear or objection. So definitely run one live, but a long-term strategy is to set up an automated webinar funnel. Okay. Now that can be a lot of work. I understand because then you have the launch emails that you have after that and so on and so forth, but you can create a more simple freebie. Again, I am 
when we had gotten that question, how many freebies that you should have, I think that you should have different freebies based on commitment level. So like some people are going to just want a PDF. Some people are going to want a five day video course or three day video course. Some people are going to want to sit through webinars, especially if they're like really into this sort of thing and you have a very juicy topic. So creating a new freebie or a new lead magnet that directly relates to your paid product is key. Now in my free course freebies that sell and serve, we talk about how you want to make sure that you are leading people in that freebie itself directly to your paid product or service. So again, we're not just saving this for webinars, for PDFs, for audio courses, for video courses, for email only challenges. You want to make sure that you are saying the name of your paid course, where this is coming from, how this is just one thing that you're tackling but in this other thing, you're doing it, okay? So creating that new freebie that is strategic, the freebie that sells and serves. And there's a link down below. It's always there for you to sign up for my freebies that serve and sell free course that we have going on for everyone. It is so important. So creating a new freebie. And it, honestly, it just gives you, it gives you something new to talk about. People do like new and novel. And I'm not saying like every single month create a new freebie. I'm just thinking in general, if it has been a while, create or revamp a freebie. Maybe it's a freebie that you already have, but you're just changing the name. Maybe you're kind of changing the format of those sorts of things. Again, are you going to do audio? Technically, you could do a private podcast, and this one doesn't necessarily have to be eliminated. It's just, you know, it sits on their podcast player. You can do a lot of different things. So make sure that the freebies that you're creating are directly related. Cannot say this enough. Directly related to your paid offers, okay, to your courses, to your membership, to the, all of that sort of thing. And if you have a membership, you could consider giving people, you know, a, a $1 trial or a bonus free month or whatever you want to do. Again, I'm pulling this directly from, that's why there's a branding for my membership. Make sure if it has been a while, you actually create this freebie. Now, of course, you want to have a marketing strategy for that freebie. So you're going to want to update your website hotspots. You are going to want to actually tell your email list about your new freebie, because even if they have been on your list for a while, they're going to want your something new. They're going to think it's great. And maybe the information and the way you're presenting it, now they're going to want that paid offer. So even the people that already have that paid offer, you can always, if you use ConvertKit, I'm telling you guys, ConvertKit is the coolest. If you use ConvertKit, you'll be able to like add a message that only shows up to people where say you're going to pitch that product at the end where it's like, hey, you already have this, but I just think that it is just a new and innovative way to talk about this. Again, you can be honest with your people and address the fact that, yeah, like you took, you're going to talk about this paid product, right? And again, in ConvertKit, you can set up a tag where they can get that freebie delivered to them, but they won't get necessarily a follow-up sequence, especially in an auto webinar, a follow-up sequence about it, okay? So definitely, definitely you can create a freebie. The next thing that you should be doing, and honestly, I honestly think every three or six months, especially depending on how established your business is, but just in general, your tone of voice, your attitude, your content, things just sort of gradually change, right? you need to be updating your welcome series. So say that you already have a bunch of freebies, right? So we're not necessarily going to create any new ones because they're actually like people are signing up for them. They're great. Maybe you don't have the bandwidth. Go to your welcome series. Are you casually selling? Again, katedoster.com forward slash 10 ways, right? Are you casually selling in your welcome series to point to this product? Maybe when you made this welcome series, right? Eons ago, you didn't even have this product or this wasn't your main focus. Make sure that you are talking about it. Throw in a couple of sales emails, throw in those casual mentions of this paid product or of your shop. So utterly important. And again, you're not starting over from scratch in your welcome series. It's looking to see, okay, here are the emails that I'm looking at. Where can I put this in, right? Now, when you're walking out your welcome series and you sort of notice like, oh, like no one's opening this or no one's clicking this one, then maybe you want to update those emails. But in general, how can we integrate more of your honestly most popular product, your top seller, or the one that if you have multiple products, the one that like is the entry level, people tend to buy this and then they want to buy everything else, right? 
it, the email marketing fairy, hands down, once people buy the email marketing fairy, they end up buying absolutely everything. <laughs> they just love it. They're like, holy crap. And they're all about that life, especially when I was selling my former signature course, Love Your List. I cannot tell you how many people that were listies also bought the email marketing fairy. Okay. So update those welcome series. Okay. The difference between a welcome series and a funnel, because I do want to mention it, a funnel is just like direct action, like buy this thing, buy this thing, buy this thing, buy this thing. Obviously, we talk about it in different ways. So that's not exactly what we're going for here, but we're taking them more on a journey. But a welcome series is usually, you know, you're showing, um, you know, other pieces of content that you created, where you've been interviewed, some quick tips. Like you're just sort of showing them around the party where you are trying to get people on the dance floor in your funnel and that's buying your product. So definitely do that. Another long-term strategy, if you have the technology available to this, and again, with ConvertKit, you can do this, um, set up a non-buyer's sequence. So what you can do, and this isn't the same as abandoned cart. So abandoned cart is something that you would have to set up with probably ThriveCart talking to your email service provider. And that is on ThriveCart. And we'll put a link down below if you guys are interested in ThriveCart and you want to support me in the show, kdonster.com forward slash ThriveCart. But you can set up what's called a two-step buying system for them where people put in their name and their email address first, and then they're going to put in their actual address and their payment information. So if somebody doesn't finish filling out the payment information, and all of that, but you still have their email address, you can send them like a, Hey, you forgot this. And that's really what an abandoned cart sequence is for the non-buyer series, which is sort of the same, but it's not actually getting people that are into cart. You're just noticing in ConvertKit, again, this is why I love them and why we're doing the masterclass with them. In ConvertKit, you can set up where if somebody clicks on the link to your sales page, right? You can have it wait however many days, but it's gonna tag someone, right? So it's like clicked on collaboration cash in sales page, right? I can have an automated series like wait, say, seven days, right? Because, you know, maybe they could buy, maybe they don't know what's going on. You give them a little bit of time where you send them either a follow-up email or a series of emails. Make sure that you kind of take them out of your normal newsletter sequence. Again, ConvertKit makes that wicked easy where maybe you offer them a discount. Maybe you talk more about bundles than you usually would. So say you use one of the emails that we talk about in casual selling to sell your membership that you have, right? Somebody clicks on that link, right? So that can trigger a, say in five days, right? Or three days, maybe like three or four days. They clicked on the link, right? They're gonna check if they don't have the tag that they went ahead and bought it. Maybe you're gonna send them strategic emails that are more sales directed, that are talking more about the membership, that are answering like some questions, some hesitations. I mean, there could be a whole bunch of myriads of different types of emails that you could send, but it's more direct than say, your casual newsletter would just be in real time, right? And then after those, you can dump them back into your normal newsletter. I would not send necessarily this sort of mini sales series slash the non-buyer series the same time as your newsletter. And again, with ConvertKit, it's really easy. If someone's in a certain series, you can just have it so they don't get your normal newsletter. That's why we love them because they make things super easy. And this is why segmenting is so important. Again, if you want to offer them like a discount or a flash sale or something like that, you can. Again, flash sales, um, it's going to be more complicated because you have to set that up with deadline funnels and it can get sort of tricky. But like if you just want to like offer them like a 15% off coupon, right? It doesn't necessarily expire. You're not going to remind them about it, right? You're not going to tell them about it again. Then you could definitely do that. So a non-buyers slash abandoned cart. And again, abandoned cart, you're gonna have an extra piece of technology with your checkout service. But honestly, all email service writers, some are gonna make it easier than others, I'll be honest, have a thing called a link or a click trigger where you can tag somebody. And then based on a tag getting applied, 
you can have it do this. And like I said, in ConvertKit, you can very easily stop the sales sequence if somebody buys. So not a problem there. You're not going to annoy people. Okay. Another thing that you can do that is a long-term strategy. And again, we're not talking about like long-term necessarily content planning, though I do want to talk about how we can turn, again, I'm all about like upcycling things. We talk about how we can upcycle our webinar to an auto webinar. That challenge that you did or the like the live challenge that you did or the content series you can 1000% turn that into your freebie as well okay but this is the next sort of definitely it is a long-term strategy okay and that is you can either create or revamp affiliate programs for your product so Zolinda and I'll put a link down below here because she has brought back her affiliate programming toolkit, which is just absolutely fantastic. I am an affiliate for it. I did take the course. I do love it. So we'll have a link to that down below here as well is having an affiliate program for your people. Now you can decide if you want on your website, especially if you have more of a, a shop style where like everything is sort of, um, you know, limited. And we have an episode that's going to be coming up in a couple months where we talk more about having sort of that, we call it the Shopify store where if you're doing a lot of smaller digital products, right? $5, $7, $25, that sort of digital shop. I think that having an affiliate or referral program, same thing for anyone is smart just to offer it, right? I'm very particular about my affiliate program and I don't know a lot of people that do this unless you give me money and are a student of my stuff, right? There's like two exceptions, right? And they ended up buying something else and they got it as a bonus. So technically there are no exceptions because people have paid me for this. You cannot be an affiliate for my program. You cannot. You, I have a strict student only and I have turned on so many people like a strict student only policy when it comes to this. Or if you're in a bundle, a, like the contributor one, right? Or if you happen to buy the bundle, right? Then afterwards you could be an affiliate. So we have something for that. The reason being, and again, most people are not that strenuous. Most people are just like, they just have it on their website, like become an affiliate or they're offer it to their whole list. And that's fine. I want my affiliates to be posed to make the most money humanly possible. Like one of my really big goals, and this is something like just truth for everybody here, something that I have failed on this year is I wanted to have at least four affiliates that I paid $10,000 to or more. We are not close to that. And I blame myself as the leader, as not supplying it with people, uh, maybe not having the actual resources, maybe not building the hype, maybe not giving people enough time in their calendar, not being proactive and like reaching out for stuff for like JV webinars or doing like special sales. So I really do think that having an affiliate program, while it's not necessarily golden goose, it is a long-term strategy. So what I mean by that is like, are you going to have like a monthly contest? Are you going to send affiliate newsletters? Are you going to give people opportunities or remind them how you can do this? Are you gonna have special bonuses going on every time? So like this year we had a contest where if you were the top affiliate for a particular product, then we boosted up your affiliate percentage, right? Maybe you want to have the terms be different. Maybe you wanna have special offers. Like maybe your affiliates can offer, and this is a lot, you know, Kate in the wellness space, this is a lot worse. So it's like, oh, use discount code, like, you know, Nick at checkout for Legion, right? Like you can have them create discount codes. Like it can be their own name and Thrivecart can do all of this. So you have Thrivecart Pro, or you can just give affiliates a special like 15% off coupon code. And it doesn't have to be just for one affiliate. It can be for all of your affiliates. So that way they can offer it to their people, right? 
you can offer them, you know, a contest where you're going to do like Apple watches or prizes or pools or lotteries or all that sort of stuff. Again, cash bonuses. You can do a lot of things to encourage people. Okay. When it comes to affiliates, the things that you want to really look at, you want to make it really easy for people to promote. So if you have the ability to put people's actual affiliate links, when you're doing your affiliate updates for people, I think that really helps because everyone has so many logins for a million different things. Like it can get really cumbersome and annoying. Okay. Um, making sure that your payouts are fair, right? Fair to you and fair to them, okay? I think that this is so, so true. So like if I'm doing, you know, a one-on-one service, I'm never gonna do 50% ever, right? Like, you know, maybe if it's, you know, $2,000, like maybe I'll get like $200, right? Like, so it's like 10%. I wouldn't say 10% because I would frame it as, and if your friend signs up, then it's $200 for you, right? And maybe, again, you give the friend like a discount or something of that nature, okay? For just standalone digital products, I think anywhere between 25 to 40 to 50, even for digital products, you can definitely do that. For bundles, we actually sway into the side of the contributors, again, in efforts to get them to promote more because, hey, they're making more than I'm making on this and I'm doing most of the heavy lifting. Granted, they're supplying an amazing item that makes my job a lot easier, but still, like we're, we're doing all the talk, we're dealing with customer support, all of that. So that I think is really important. Again, you don't have to give away, like I would never have you do like an 80-20 where you only get 20%, like that is, no, that, that, no, just no, right? If you wanna do like a little blitz like that or something, right, and you can with your affiliate software, whatever you're using, again, we just use Thrivecart for everything, then by all means go for it. Um, but just, just no, <laughs> okay? You wanna have things like graphics. You wanna have things like swipe files and emails and social medias. And again, realize that, especially if you're in the B2B space, like you're dealing with other business owners, so they probably have their own content calendars, right? So like if you are going to be doing a live launch, and I have totally been guilty of this, don't just spring it on your people. Like let them know about it, right? Send a monthly affiliate newsletter of things that are going on, ways to promote. Give them content ideas. Give them, again, emails. I think this is one where Chad, that's what we call Chat GPT, can be really helpful because you can feed in your sales page, depending on how long it is, and ask him to come up with a couple of different emails. I never, ever use those emails for myself, but I do think that they're a great base for affiliates because you can't necessarily, like your affiliates have to add their own flair. So like they can be a bit more generic, like let's be honest. Um, so you can have those sorts of things, right? You can have those sort of social media posts as well that you have. So these are just all things that you can work on with an affiliate. Again, you want to just make it easy for them to promote a no brainer or remind them that it's an actual thing, run contents, things that you want to see, all of that sort of stuff, call people that are doing a really great job, all that sort of thing. Like I said, Zolinda talks more about that. And again, that is technically an affiliate program is really a traffic strategy because like with Thrivecart, my affiliates can promote my webinars. It can promote my two years worth of email ideas and then whatever they are affiliates for on the back end, because I'm doing the heavy lifting with my funnels that I have set up, they're gonna get the sales, right? And again, same thing with an affiliate. Maybe you had a 30 day cookie and now you're gonna make it a 60. Um, we have 30 on all of ours, I believe it's 30. We might be updating it to 60, it depends per product. And again, it can vary like by range, like how much something costs versus how much we're gonna have it. Again, you can have a special deal that are just for your affiliate, but it can be a really great way for you to get some traffic and affiliates to tend to convert higher because they have like people already have that no like and trust factor with them. And they're like, oh my goodness, well, if Caroline is saying that she liked it, then this is gonna work. And again, 
I have the extra layer where if you're not a student, you don't get to do it, okay? So they can say their own like experience that they have had with this product. Um, a masterclass that I have, I don't believe that it's currently for sale because it doesn't have a sales page. It was a bonus, but I do think that I'm gonna actually spin it off and sell it as a masterclass as well. I talk about, I think one of the reasons why I have such great luck, it's not really luck, but why I have such high conversion rates with my affiliate stuff is that I will talk about the downfall of things and I encourage my affiliates to talk about the things that they don't like, right? Like we talk about making the skeleton dance. Like, you know, I wish the email marketing fairy, it did have, you know, actual automated webinar, you know, show up emails, but it doesn't actually have show up emails. But you know, honestly, I can't complain because for 36 bucks, I made this much money with this template and this template. So like, I can't go wrong. And the peace of mind knowing that if I don't have time for a newsletter, if I can't think of anything, I just whip it in and fill in a couple of blanks. Like, 1000% is worth it. Like, and again, what do you expect for 36 bucks, right? So definitely uh, the way that you handle your affiliates, again, you don't need a huge affiliate manager. Uh, again, you can add affiliate resources as you're going. We're you know adding more graphics. Um, we are adding more different types of content and things for our affiliates as well. Again, just well-managed and try to make it as easy for them to promote as possible. And again, I understand like, especially with us, <sighs> There's a way to do it, but it's one of those, like we have too many affiliates for one product, but like products going forward, you can, we can set up this fancy thing with like Zapier, talks to uh, Thrivecart to talk to ConvertKit to be able to automatically put people's affiliate links in there. But if you just have to remind them, do it. Um, again, the reason why I love ConvertKit, sign up for that webinar if you guys have interest down below, um, is I can put in a little section that a personalized section they call it advanced liquid something i can't remember the term it's like easy to set up though and i can have it like if it's an affiliate i can send out my normal newsletter right if i'm not selling something directly but just more of like a casual newsletter like a checking in or like a mind study sort of one i can remind them in like a ps like ps now is a great time to promote this or like grab your affiliate links literally like if you don't have time to come up with a ps just like a bottom thing like grab your affiliate links here and earn an extra blank blank this week or whatever is going on, okay? So those are some long-term strategies that you can do. Again, you can develop a funnel. I know that wasn't one that we technically talked about. We kind of did when we talked about the automated webinars. So you can actually create an actual funnel. With that, you're going to constantly want to tweak it. Again, redoing webinars, looking at landing pages, where are people falling off, looking at your open rates, looking at your click-through rates, just being brutally honest, making sure that you're getting enough traffic. And that's why we started with traffic, even though we should have started with mindset to actually warrant changes to those things. You can create a new freebie or revamp your old freebies to make sure that they are pointing towards your paid courses. Updating your casual welcome series that you have. Again, funnels are more like, whereas casual welcome series, they're great, they're fantastic. I have a mixture of both myself. Make sure that you're updating that. Creating a non-buyers or abandoned cart series. Again, especially maybe like three emails that are gonna go out after someone clicks on a link. Again, I'd probably wait like five or six days to see if they actually purchase first. Again, ConvertKit can help you stop all the tech. And you can revamp and create affiliate programs for your products. Again, you can have anybody do it. You can set up how much you want to do it. It is your the boss applesauce. And you can always change your affiliate program. Let your affiliates know and always tell them that they no longer need to be an affiliate. But these are, you know, the updates. And make sure if they do make a sale, like say for some reason you are dropping um, the percentage, like say you start off at 50 and you just realize like, oh my goodness, I'm just, I'm not, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I'm not making another one. Then give them 30 days notice that it's going to be dropping to 35. Any sales that they make between blank and blank, be very, very clear. will pay out, but anyone's after that's going to be that. Okay. So just again, be honest with people, have resources, make it easy for them. 
Let me know which one of these long-term strategies you have implemented in your business or you're going to be working on this week. Again, send me a DM over on Instagram, Kate underscore Doster, and I will see y'all next week. Later days. Well, look at that action taker. You made it all the way to the end. Kudos to you. So if you want to keep this do the brave thing momentum going, because let's be real, sure, listening to a 25 to 30 minute podcast can definitely get you amped, but what are you going to do the rest of the week? Make sure you're following me over on Instagram, Kate underscore Doster. There's a link in the bio. And if you absolutely love this episode, it would be fantastic if you could leave us a rating and review or share a screenshot and tag us on your Instagram stories. I'll see you next week. Later days.